Uh, if you didn't know, that's my sister, and we joke around a lot, so I'm not just like being rude to some random person. Okay, so hey y'all, um, if you don't know me, hi Tommy. I'm Julie, I'm a sophomore here, I'm in nursing school, so you know, uh, I'm a constant state of stress and despair, but I'm just taking it one day at a time. I will say I talk with my hands a lot, I'm a very animated person, so if you see me flailing my hands, it's just what I do. Um, a little thing about me is I try my best to help other people, sometimes more than what I try to do to help myself. I think that's one of the reasons why I chose nursing, because you know, you get to help people, you get to really build trust and rapport with them, so. But uh, this past year, I've had a really difficult time with a lot of different things in my life. I've struggled with what the changes in my life were happening, and at a lot of times, I didn't know what to do or where I was supposed to be. Luckily, Leslie had a really big impact on my life, and it really brought me back to my own Christian values and brought me back to what I think God wanted me to do. Now, 2018 has treated me pretty nicely. I got accepted into nursing school. I'm sitting really good academically. I attend every spiritual event I can. And in my own personal life, as y'all know, because you know I never shut up about him, I'm very happily engaged to be married that I know is the person God made for me. But I have had my ups and downs. So this weekend, we had SLR, Spiritual Life Retreat. During SLR, I really found what I wanted to talk about because honestly, I had no idea what to say. I'm still kind of worried that I didn't pick the right thing, but I think I did. Um, but there's a brief moment where a story from the chapter Luke was spoken. It's the parable of the lost sheep. Now, I know everyone has heard this like a bunch of times, and probably a lot of y'all have it memorized, but I think this is a really nice story, and I relate to it very, very well. Because there were a lot of times last year when I felt like that lost sheep and that I felt like I needed to be found. So the scripture reading is from Luke 15, uh, 1 through 7. Then all the tax, tax collectors and the singers drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives singers and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one singer who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. Now, I absolutely love the story of the lost sheep and as well the one the well-known story of Moses and, you know, where he went to find his sheep and everything that happened after that. But these type of stories speak to me in a deeper way than I think most people think of. We are all God's children. We are all under his wing. He watches over all of us. In a way, we are all a part of a herd of sheep. We all make up the 100 sheep that God watches over us. Now, obviously, there's so many more people in the world and God watches over everyone, but you see my point. Most of the time, all of the hunters are in, their in the field doing their own thing, being good Christians, doing right things, stuff like that. Now think about the one that goes astray. It's like just off, flies away, whatever. It may not always be because they fall away from their Christian values, but they're struggling with something, struggling in someone that makes them get lost. God still has the 99 followers that are still doing good and still doing right. So you just think, well, do I really need that one person? 
Is it worth it? The answer is and always will be yes. But I'm going to take a pause on that last lost person there and talk about the 99 because I think there's a deeper message there. 99 times out of 100, you will be a part of a crowd. That's a pretty big number. So not even one of us would be in the crowd right now. It would be like a fourth of a person lost. All of the rest of us would be in the herd. God says he believes in you so much that he decides he can leave to go find his lost one. But that doesn't make you alone. You still have a role as part of the 99. God has entrusted you to continue to grow in your faith with those around you. God has not abandoned you, for he's always with you. But you have the others to lean on. I believe that in being a part of the 99, you're still allowed to struggle, and sometimes things will just never go right. But you have the others there to help back you up, 98 others. Last year, I would say I was very close, possibly was, becoming that one. I struggled with the toughest physical, mental, and emotional time during the summer of 2017. Courtesy of grace, I'm only going to let the juice out of my can of worms instead of completely opening it. That summer, I had had massive reconstructive jaw surgery. Literally broke both my jaws. And I just kept getting knocked back time and time again. I really doubted God because I went through so much pain and suffering. I asked why all the time, and I was struggling with my faith a lot. I didn't see the point. I couldn't focus on the good or even look for the silver lining. It was just awful. I was lost. I truly was that one because of all my doubts and struggles. But then I came here. College and Wesley became the 99 for me. I felt that God had showed me where to come to regain my fellowship and my relationship with Christ. The people here taught me how to continue to grow and pray and love, even while going through struggles and hardships. I definitely became a part of the 99 again because of Wesley, and I was able to refocus on what was really important to me, God. On another note, one of the biggest reasons why my relationship with Christ got so strong is because of my fiance, Joey. Everyone knows who he is. I literally never stopped talking about him, and I probably ever, never won't. But he's a Marine, and while he was gone at boot camp, I wrote him letters, and every letter I would end it in a Bible verse. And I'm talking a letter every single day for almost 90 days. So I found a lot of different verses to write to him. Now, while I did this to help him, I got just as much, if not more, out of it than he did. Every day, I would search for some type of verse about strength or courage or love. Looking back on that, I know that we were both a part of the 99 because neither of us really strayed from Christ or got lost. We kept each other in check. Uh, he, there was one letter he sent. He was like, please keep sending me verses. You, you don't understand how much I love this, how much it helps me. He wrote to me that he cut out a verse from all of my letters and handed it out to his platoon when they went on the crucible, which is they're basically write a passage. So, like, for me, that was really rewarding. Like, oh, my God, I actually did something. And, you know, it's really hard to have a relationship with God, with the person you love through long distance. You have to really, you have to work at it. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to church. I'll see you later. You have to say... 
Like, I love telling him, oh, this is what we talked about and all this stuff. And, like, I basically just redo the whole sermon for him so he can know. When he was here two Sundays ago, we, he talked to me and he was like, I'm really glad you're there. He's like, you seem so happy. You seem so content. And that's just a big thing to me because we're both such big Christians. Like, this is such an important part of me, such an important part of him. So to be able to find that in him really helped me stay in that 99. I feel like without him, I definitely would have lost a little bit more. Uh, anyway, in my opinion, that this is what the 99 should be doing, helping others around them all the time. If you see someone struggling, sing them a Bible verse. Say, oh, I thought of this, and it made me think of you. I hope you enjoy it, or I hope this helps you find something. Now, I'm going to go back to the one, that little lost one over there. We're going to bring him back, all right? He's over here now. He's sitting down. Whoever is lost will be found. God will bring them back to the herd. And when you come back to the herd, you have to continue to strengthen yourself in your relationship with God and in the fellowship of others. When you're in the 99, you can't just say, I'm here, I don't got to do anything. You have to continually work at it. So if you feel like you're struggling with something or anything really, look to God and ask for help. If he seems silent, take that as a little bit of a cue to look for your peers to guidance as well. He's not silent because you're not worth it. He's silent because he sees someone else who can help you, someone a part of that 99. So take a part of that 99. Help someone that you see is struggling. Seek fellowship. Find those who will sit with you and ask you why you feel the way you do or why you feel like you're struggling or slipping away. Just because you might feel like you're the one lost sheep, you actually just might be a little stuck in the rut in the 99 and just need a little bit of a push from others to help you get back on track. Now, I don't know about y'all, but everyone puts so much emphasis on the one. It's like always the lost one. The lost one needs to be found. But I think everyone else in the 99 needs to realize that they play just as important a role as the one. You have to keep helping each other and helping stay on the right track. You're going to be the one at some point. It's bound to happen. You're going to say, this isn't worth it, or I find no reason to trust in God, but someone will help bring you back. Someone will show you the light. And as a member of the 99, I think we all just need to be a little more helpful, because I know we all get really stuck in our you know, schoolwork. I know I do. I have a bunch going on, but really try to make a point of, I'm going to stop, I'm going to read this verse, or I'm going to put my homework away for 10 minutes and go do this, or I'm not going to study on Wednesday nights because I need to have my fellowship with God. That's what being a part of the 99 is. So uh, if you all bow your heads with me, please. Dear Lord, thank you for giving me words to speak tonight. I would not be here without you and without your guidance. Thank you for giving me everyone in my life that's helped me through every struggle who's been there for me when I needed it or even when I didn't know I needed it. Um, just thank you for everything, and we all love you very much. Amen.